Yes. All right. Welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. It doesn't matter. I've, I can I can fucking That's move it all. But welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. We're back from hiatus. The hiatus um, is just that's code for me saying that uh, I was having a little bit of schizo times and it was difficult for me to keep my shit together. But I'm hoping we can do it all back. We can get it all back. The fucking shit running. We're moving. We're moving. And we came to talk today. I brought Shogs aboard to talk about more fucking psycho shit on the internet. <coughs> Hi, internet. your pal, Doctor Shoggoth. Yes, and today uh, we want to talk about Bobby Crimo. Uh, is it, I, the problem that I have right is that it's very fresh, and it's a tragedy, and like all fucking shootings and murder are tragedy. But at the same time, my man's name is Bobby Crime, right? Like that. What the he fuck? Was born for it. <laughs> He's an Italian, which is even worse, right? Like this, this is what. Here's the thing: uh, the problem that I have with racism, you know, in America, is that it's not as racist as it used to be. Because it used to be that Italians were also they were with us, and they're a strong ally to have, you know, with with people of color. Yeah. And we we gotta somehow make Italians less white, and then therefore we can go back, and then there could just be more of non-whites in america and then we can just by sheer numbers you know you do what what are they talking about the great replacement do you know about that that like racist thing i've heard about it i i don't understand it my understanding is hang on a little heartburn my understanding is is that it is the idea that Western liberal democracy has failed and it's poisoned. It really oh, it's from it's a bad idea in the first place and it can't be fixed because it's a bad idea, mm-hmm. and so um, it needs to be torn down and re- oh wait no wait no that's the great reset. The great replacement is the like I don't know white people are being replaced by not white people I think yeah so that's what I don't understand because where. It like I was I've been trying to like I've been saying this for a long time and I feel like less and less I feel like I have to say it louder every year, but it's the idea that like white that white identitarianism the white that you think of white when you when I say a white person and the image that pops in your mind it is a it's not an actual like I mean even though it is a physical like you can see it you can visualize it what you're actually seeing is an identity made of an amalgam of different things right different like signifiers but it's not an actual type of person right you could never really identify a white person because a white personhood doesn't exist white identity exists and there are people who you know there are peoples or persons who identify with as being a you know like this white identity but whiteness is not real it's fake it is a collection of a bunch of different like fucking really shittily misheld it's a it's a duct tape it's like if i just duct taped a bunch of fucking ideologies together and then slapped them you know and then put them onto like a shade of of like beige and said this is white this is what a white person is and it's wrong it's like purely wrong and like i've i've talked about it a long i've like i have to say it and scream it louder and i'm glad that like less people are paying attention to me now because it just it i guess like it solidifies what i what i was proving to be right all the like the whole time but that like if you're fighting white identitarianism by trying to like exclude i guess by like trying to like to make it so that you have less in common with white people what you're doing is you're fucking like 
you're making it easier for white identitarians to capture people who feel external to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're otherizing yourself, you just fall into the trap of that being their big other. Yeah, their other. Yeah, if you're otherizing yourself to you, you're just to them, then you're just playing into their otherization of yourself. Yeah. That, to a degree. Yeah, that's but that's where... Here's the thing, though, I think a lot of people get, is just because you don't... Just because you're doing what your enemy wants doesn't mean you're necessarily working for them because your enemy can be foolish and what they want can be destructive to them as much as it could be to you. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, like, maybe maybe the thing you believe is a CIA op. Okay, fine. Just believe it harder than the CIA wants you to. Make it get out of hand. They put they throw shit out there, but they can't ever take it back. Yeah, brains and are gullible. They don't consider long. You know, they might have some good ideas, and they just didn't realize what they had. This is true. I I don't know. I I'm I'm of the belief that like. What I've been... Yeah, when I close my eyes and imagine a white person, I just see President Brandon. <laughs> That's it. I I told you that my what my set of like what a white person is right like I I'm pretty sure I've I've talked about it before on the podcast especially on the older podcast I talked about it a lot but for me what what a white person has always been is been like a uh what is it a complicit like a complicitness with capitalism like being able to just be like I don't know not it's not it's being it's a being a person I don't, I don't think that. I think it's buying. I think. I think really. I think that. I, I think if you want to know, really, what white identity is, ask the people who are into white identity. Yeah, and they're all. They're and all trads, Western European culture, old books, paintings made before the nineteen hundreds. They're people that. They're people that can't come, without like yeah. some kind of fucking spiritual permission, right? But like, what they're really. Like even go like I I'm just taking it a step further. I guess I'm like seeing deeper into the void, and like what they're really advocating for is a form like a very weird, restrictive form of like spiritual capitalism, where they're trying China. to in, yeah, <laughs> where they're trying to like instrumental. You're calling the Chinese white? No, <laughs> no, no. That's if the mandate of homies is forever, dude. Don't ever. <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I saw I found a schizo post on. Uh, fucking, I don't know what website I was on. I'm, it was definitely like not one that's normal that I'm not normally on. I think it was. It might have been like I just was link jumping through Pinterest, like <laughs> which is something that I do for work, and then it just I end up finding myself on like like blog, like what are those called? Like bloggers or blog spots, you know, that are like by the most vile white women. And then they have like links to other people's blogs. And then I just link jump. And then I found this blog that was like super duper anti-Chinese pro-America, like just propaganda. And it was bizarre because they were, it, it was fascinating because while I was reading through it, it was talking about how, the Chinese, the um, Xi Jinping killed the mandate of heaven and ruined uh, reincarnation for the Chinese. And that's why their population is dwindling, and <laughs> which is funny because that's actually the Japanese. So this person <laughs> is has done lots of research in the wrong way. <laughs> like, just couldn't. <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel like a person who's doing that has to be doing a goof. 
They have to be. Like, there's just, no yeah, way. Nobody, yeah. nobody can. That's somebody who knows a lot and knows exactly where to be wrong for the maximum <laughs> effect. But what was, like when I troll Satanists on Twitter, but, I know I know a lot about Satanism. I know exactly which parts to get wrong so that I can, you know, so maximum annoyance. Hang on one second here. Yeah, no problem. I'll I'll just keep talking. But the the more I like was reading through it the more i was just fucking dumbfounded because it's not even if it is an elaborate bit it's so elaborate that i was maybe the first person to visit that site in months do you know what i'm saying like it was a dead site there was nothing going on there that was a completely abandoned shit post that i don't fucking know it's hang on one second oh yeah the the internet is fucked up all right getting back to the what i want to talk about bobby crimo um Really what I want to talk about is that, like, the rights kind of, they've learned, they're evolving, and we're seeing it in real time, because they're <laughs> accusing this mass shooter of being Antifa, and now there's, like, this really big, like, like right-wing well, media. Antifa's accusing him of being some kind of Trump. Yeah. So, yeah, they both do yeah, the they're, game. They're both wrong. Like, they're not, neither of them is correct, and I think a lot of it is because it's, the thing about extremism, and, like, this isn't me fucking advocating for... A middle ground because lord knows i'm probably definitely on a watch list somewhere right like i i am i'm fighting an active war against the municipal government <laughs> of my city right? but beyond that like i can't understand antifa's reactionary like i know that it's not one fucking person or it's not one group it's it's a it's like a bunch of it's like a network of fucking people from portland i don't know there's no better way to describe what it is no, it's that's just pr- that's about right it's like a, it's portland. the yeah it's the portland deep state is what antifa essentially is right like i don't know how to well, love brooklyn too yeah well there brooklyn is just port like it's a portal into portland on the east coast that like it's like the nether right it's fucking the minecraft nether how see i always like, think of portland is is brooklyn west ah, that's interesting that it's because i'm on the west coast that i have that you know what i'm saying because i grew up i it's infecting the whole the whole West Coast, so I've I kind of always understood that vibe, which is why I've always liked, I've always loved San Francisco, like, and San San Francisco's like activist crowd is very much like it's very nimby and it and it shows, right? It's it's like rich people that don't get it that they're not and they're like their direct actions are like raising a ton of fucking money and then giving it to like the World Health Organization. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a something that's not directly benefiting their immediate surroundings, but benefiting like, you know, Bill Gates and his foundation, right? Like stupid shit like that. But getting back to it, um, seeing the right kind of evolve in real time and create this narrative, like a backwards compatible narrative, because more and more people are starting to like agree with them, which is insane to me. Uh, that most school shooters and most shooters. Or leftist. Well, they offer some any narrative, and people would rather have a bad narrative than no narrative. And, yeah. Um, what's 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 the competing narrative again? Oh, the competing narrative is, is those guys. They're wrong, but also inevitable. We're right, and we'll always fail. I honestly, <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. Like, you know, I think that leftists believe in the inevitability of fascism more than rightists do. They, yes they do the right the left the left wing wants oh that's because it's um it's zizek 
it's Zizek talking about it's the pathology, right? The pathology of the cuckold, right? It's it's a man seeing if if a man is convinced that his wife is cheating on him, right? And that she's fucking everyone that he meets and right and that she's going to leave him one day because she keeps she can't stop fucking other guys and he's constantly it's just eating him up inside and he's constantly fucking confronting her back. I saw I know you talking to this, blah, blah, blah. what's going to happen she's going to leave eventually right and so that pathology of, of the cuckold is that this man at every instance saw his wife leaving him and therefore created the you know the self-fulfilling prophecy of that and a lot of like there's a lot of I I keep going back to like capitalism being the root of most shit, but it's the only lens that I can fucking really talk about anything. But capitalism is this lens. It's like a pathological lens, right? It's like it shows you the devil that you want to run from and it tells you that's the how it works. That's how the sale works. That's the sales pitch. It's that, hey, this is the evil. This is the bad stuff. And you can if you do this, if you buy the right things, if you if you give money to the right people and you do you 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 purchase the right signifiers or you purchase the right experiences to put yourself in these situations, then you can fight against it. Right. But then the opposite of that is true because now you start seeing Nazis everywhere. And when you start seeing them everywhere, you start accusing them. And eventually that word, the power that that word had of being like this big taboo is now removed. And now motherfuckers will be like, yeah, I'm a Nazi. Who cares? Fucking you call me a Nazi, call me a Nazi again. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, then that's where the fucking actual Nazis backslide and be like, hey, actually, we could do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's how this works. And it's fucked up. It, this is, like, incredibly brainworm poison shit that only, like, people on Twitter care about. Because the reality is most people don't. But I'm increasingly starting to see that the brainworm of, the like, the brainwormization, I guess, is happening off of Twitter. Right? Especially because I have such a big... It's half... It's happening all over the place like and it's mostly happening to older people and younger people are more and more like prone to to like oh yeah i'm offline yeah i don't really fuck with the internet and blah blah blah. i'm only there to like work i only do that for work and that kind of like shit is a luxury because the people in power are online right we know this they have staffers and shit to, to post for them all day and that shit that shit makes me fucking crazier than than like you know I don't know. It, it's it's harder. Like you're right. The the counter narrative of like, of you know, all fucking shooters are leftists is easier to swallow than the narrative that actually we can't do anything about this, right? Because I I definitely disagree with that. I definitely think we can do stuff about that. And I think what we can and should do about that shit is that we should make these motherfuckers pay. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, and I mean like, I don't mean like the people who are shooting and stuff. I mean like, the fucking we need people in power to be afraid of us, right? Like that, that's, that's it. That's, I want more violence. I want more violence. I just don't want it random anymore. I want it coordinated and directed, right? Like that's, that would be much more preferable for me than what we're going through now, which is just like, yeah, I had a bad day or I've been thinking about it for months and I was thinking about shooting the shit up because, because I have no, I don't know where else to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Is there a voice changing feature I can use so that what I'm about to say doesn't sound like me? Okay. Look. Coordinated attacks on a ultimately decentralized system are are coordinated you know, coordinated 
attacks on individuals within a decentralized system, making them pay. You have to make it pay because it's a system. It's a True. machine. You can line up all the all the bad guys or whatever, capitalism or the government or or um, uh, the liberal cucks or the, the college professors who are letting drag queens read The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar to children or what? whoever your favorite fucking made-up villain that you saw on the internet is... And bap bap, or they're not all made up. They're all, you know, yeah. whoever you think is the actual problem. Line up the individuals. Bap 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 bap. You feel good. You wouldn't. It would not probably be any more satisfying than that little half second rush after you get you get after you like get drunk and threaten a celebrity or politician on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But, and then um, the world would change in that you know now have to deal with the motherfuckers who popped up to take those jobs that you just basically gave everybody gave a bunch of people a free promotion yeah the entire system is fucked there's that from the government to the economy you can't vote it out i don't think you could storm washington and fix it um no i definitely think you could man that that i think we're in a we're in disagreements on the only thing right i understand what you mean where like with capitalism right like if i killed jeff bezos tomorrow not to say that I have the fucking capacity to or the ability to, but if, you know, hypothetically, if I were to do it or if someone were to do it, the next Jeff Bezos would be there. You know, Mackenzie Bezos would be there in fucking maybe a year, maybe less, maybe fucking a month. You know what I'm saying? Like the next big thing is around. It's always around. There's so many fucking people around willing. And you're right about that. But when it comes to civil servants, when it comes to the the powers that be in the sense of like, you know, the the way that the government is ran, right? Like the, the, the actual physical, because that's the thing about this system. That's the thing about like the American system. The American system is on a fucking, it's teetering. It's on a, it's, it barely works. And it is completely like hedged by these absolute fucking ghouls that are being controlled by massive interest. And the thing is, is right now those massive interests are using not dirt to fucking really control them because the dirt doesn't matter. Fucking Matt Gates is an actual pedophile, right? And there's not shit we can do about it. We just have to fucking take that L. And that's insane to me because they can't use the dirt against him, you know, because he's living life too good. He's living life too fucking large. That's what's got him in. That's what why he's in their pocket. It's not because fucking, you know, there'll be dire consequences if he leaves, Right. That's not what's keeping him in the fucking pocket of these major interests. The consequences are us. We're the consequences like human, like the people. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, we need more of that. We need that like real shit. Like, and the problem is you can't you can't fucking coordinate it. You can't plan it. You can't do anything. You just got to. Exactly. You what what for me. Here is my other the other half of that where I really wanted the voice changer for Um If I were to try to um, destroy the American system as it stands, I think what I would probably want to do, probably one of the better tactics you could pick, would be not to actually attack the system at all, but to attack the actual thing that keeps it in power, which is people's faith in it. It can control a lot, but it's underfunded you know the the money is woefully distributed more to bureaucrats than to the people who do the actual work of running keeping the ship of state 
going, you know, the people who build the roads and stuff, the more uh, the fact that we can have media that allows us to come to some generally agreed upon consensus of what's happening. I would, those would be great things to attack, to just dissolve it, erode all the, anybody's ability to have faith in these institutions, and then to create, I don't know, random acts of unexplainable, unorganized terror and violence, which would further cause people to demand, feel, to grow frustrated from the fact that the institutions, which they don't have any faith in, can't do anything to help them. <laughs> Over a reasonable amount of time, this tactic doesn't require much organization. Mm -hmm. It uh, doesn't require that many people. You can probably just rely on a bunch of schizos in Discord with a little <laughs> help maybe from your local FBI office, and I'm not sure what's going on there. I have a few ideas, but I really don't know what's going on with the whole FBI thing in this other than they're not not involved to some degree or another. Less than one percent. I've just I have the I have the number right now. Uh, in a report since two thousand one, less than one percent of actual terrorism prosecutions involve anyone committing acts of terror within the domestic U.S. or external of it. So that means that of all the terrorist shit that you've seen or get right, it's literally it's the FBI setting it up. <laughs> Which, if that's the case, sure dog, I'm right here. I'm right here, man. Like, uh, right? That's why how I kind of know that, that that this statistic is bullshit because I've been out here advocating for a hot minute and be like, yo, FBI, holler at your boy. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> yeah. The, no, they don't want. They don't. They don't want you. You want yeah. it too much. <laughs> they want. So they want. They don't want somebody to know what they're doing because. It, whether you're at, no matter what, who's doing it, FBI, and a lot of this, I don't think the FBI is involved in even half of it because they don't need to be you know once you get the meme out there it kind of picks up steam and people are natural imitators mm -hmm. as a matter of fact i think the fbi actually got the meme from the wild and they're just kind of adding fuel to the fire of something that they don't understand and don't really control that's that's how i feel but, like the government in general just kind of stays in power is that idea of like conspiracy schizos are becoming more and more like the F the fbi getting into mass shootings is like Northrop Grumman's Twitter reposting a meme from five years ago, trying to be appealing. It stranger things have happened, man. Oh, I know they're on season four of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I've never seen. I've, I've never seen, seen it seen either. I literally don't. I it it's it's fucking brain poison to me because it, it's it like just it's seems just like a nice show. I don't know. I, not for me. I don't care for nostalgia really in any form. I'm I'm actually with you on that. V nostalgia very rarely, if I, I re very rarely ever get pings, like nostalgic pings. You know, very rare does that ever happen to me. But when it does happen, it's for extremely strange things. But I mean, yeah, I've always I, contended that like the homies themselves can't. There will never be a homie fucking Bobby Crimo, right? Like there will never be a homie mass shooter. Don't that, short. <laughs> that gets it is what I'm that understands what the fucking project oh, yeah. is because the project is and has never been hey let's overthrow the government the problem the project has been like get your homies together get as many as your fucking friends together as you can and live monastically as far as you can outside of society just kind of do your own thing fuck all that noise you can't fix it it's falling around it's falling apart you can't do shit about it you know that 
Everyone around you that has a fucking brain knows that, but you trying to like the real schizo shit is literally trying to fucking fight it together. You're not going to be able to do that. But if you get enough of your friends together, y'all decide to pull your money together and then they, you send one of you motherfuckers to college and that that dude, you know, with a, you know, because he's a homie, you fucking you just kind of split, you know, like fucking do this college swap thing or like help each other out. It's the like a friend of mine named Frankie when one of her, the way that it works, she had like seven friends and they all, the way that they fucking put each other through like all these like courses that they needed was they all pulled their money to send one of the girls that they were friends with to go get these courses to get certified so that they can like rent this building to do like art shit. Like they made her write a grant, you know? And then as soon as that shit, the money started rolling in, she paid them all on staff to write grants to get more money to you know what i'm saying to give to each other and it's a very fucking like it's a genius it's a genius plan but that's essentially what like that's what home that's what the like the homework assignment for all homies is is to fucking find the bag get the bag secure the bag pass it off to the homies right and then fucking once it's passed out and through then you can start like planning on like living outside of this shit right escaping from the fucking the the, the trappings of fucking modern society that's you know you don't have to go full Kaczynski is what I'm trying to say. You could, you don't have to go full Dorner. You could easily just fucking chill out in the woods with your homies. You don't gotta be in the woods. You could be in the fucking center of downtown Minneapolis in a warehouse with 80 of your friends and you're all shit posters and you make money somehow. You know, like that's, that's the fucking goal. That's, that's the real shit that I, that I've wanted because I know that I can't get, there's no fucking, this is Samsara, man. We're here forever. It's like, that's the it's the dopamine spiral until until forever and ever and like that's the thing that's interesting to me the real shit that's really interesting to me about the fucking bobby crimo shit is that he was a rapper and his name was awake the rapper and i listened to his shit and it's not good it's not bad but it's not good he's he wasn't a typical soundcloud rapper he's very much like a like a 4chan rapper and like i know this because i was a 4chan rapper and i was but i was doing that years before it was a an identity you know what i'm saying right like was that like like what what which board on 4chan is like because there's a big difference between a pole rapper and an a rapper ab- absolutely so i was i was b rapper i was on mu and then i was on b i was on mu and b so those are the what two the f- yeah <laughs> so what's a mu rapper saying about other albums no mu rappers mu rappers are like mostly just self-promoting each other and but they give each other feedback so like Mew is where I got a lot of interesting feedback about my own shit and kind of why I have such an eclectic style to begin with because I was getting pulled in so many different directions with people. Right. And that was actually a very good form. It's a great form. Like, it especially is. No, if- I see one of the few places on fortune. They'll still poke in on the, not as much cause we're not really in the golden age of media fire anymore. It was so cool. when it was the golden age of media fire. You just find all these great blogs like, Hey, I've collected uh, basically every album of circus music or, or all the Asian <laughs> cast recordings of lame is Rob. It's like, cool. I'm going to compare all the Eponines. <laughs> I, I have still have, I still have like gigs of music from back in those days. sitting on my hard drive. That I've never even looked at that. I don't even rem- remembers there. That rocks. I it was no, so I cool. my my time on Mew was mostly just like in the self promo, like you know rappers, and then also like chill wave stuff, and just you know finding people that were like 
kind of like, hey, what do you think of this? And the, uh, like, they always had rules, which is like, if you post your shit, you have to also like comment on two other people's shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, give them real, don't give them feedback like this is good. Like, give them actual fucking constructive feedback. So, like, not only does it make you better at like, you know, taking criticism for your own music, but it also makes you better at fucking taking criticism for like, you know, or like like giving criticism. You know, like you're you're listening to music in a better way, right? And like that also kind of destroyed me because it fucked up my ability to listen to like, uh, what is that shit called? Uh, mixing. Because like I've learned to just completely disregard oh, yeah. mixing, because every fucking like mu fucking hyper autistic guy would get on there and just be like. Oh, that snare sounds like shit and I'm like shut dude shut the fuck up man like i don't care i know the snare sounds like shit man i didn't go to school for this right like that's i i hated those motherfuckers those are the worst so i've learned to completely disregard i and, mean that that those things are genuine problems but also i think it's just kind of an inherent problem of the current like yeah, I mean, everything in my bedroom is like yeah there's only so many hats you can research the best way to wear there's always going to be areas where you're not very you know, where you're good in areas where you're kind of like, eh. but I mean, I, w- I will say just as a nerd, like, no, I, I do have like expensive headphones. And yeah, if you have them, like some music starts to become like painful to listen to, even if you like it. So it's a kindness to your listeners. I, I get it. I, the, okay. So then on B, my tactic on B just to drive click through rates was to post porn with my music attached to it right and it worked it worked a lot right it's how i grew my fucking my first six sound clouds and i got them pretty i got them like pretty fucking not huge but i got i got enough people and people will be like yo yeah after i busted a nut i was listening to the track i'm like what is this (laughs) and i'm like i'm glad you asked (laughs) but yeah like I was a 4chan long before it was an identity. And then I don't know what happened, but recently that's it's changed. There's like a tight, there's a very, you know, actually, you know who I think, and I hate to, I hate to blame him because I like him, right? Like I hate that I like him because I think, I think his policy, he's confusing me. He's confusing me because I want to dislike him really bad, but I definitely, Sam Hyde, I think me and Sam Hyde would get along. I think we'd be fucking, we would get it. Like we're, we're opposites in a lot of ways. Like the way are the way that we come across and the way that we think about stuff. But at the same time, I definitely see us having like a very similar vibe, right? Like not even similar vibe is wrong. I feel like, cause that's, it's, it's shitty of me to like, just assume something about this man. But from what I've seen of him, in like when he's being genuine, which is not very often, I think what it is is that I'm the I'm very genuine in in how I like approach social media and all that stuff. And he's playing a character, but every now and then it cracks. And what I see is I see a guy that is more or less aligned with what I'm aligned with, which is like just being as funny as possible, just really attempting to push the boundary and make you wonder. Okay, I said some wild shit. It's funny. But why? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... I what Like, where's the line on what's funny and what's not? And he's constantly, like, fucking... And he's much better at it than I'll probably ever be. But he's constantly fucking, like, dancing with, like, what's cool and what's not cool. And I don't know. I have a hard time believing that he's, like, this hardcore right-wing fucking... T- I think those are the people that platformed him. He saw an opportunity and he jumped on it. 
and that's like and i i would be in this i would do the same fucking thing if i was in the same boat you know but i'm not i'm the, i'm do i have to do kind of the opposite where i have to just kind of i have to fucking be a lib for work you know what i'm saying like i have to be like yeah we gotta vote him out i i actually have to say shit like that for work you know what i'm saying like i can't i can't just be like you know no we should you know, first off, let me run a train on Nancy Pelosi, and then afterwards we'll. we'll <laughs> Ew. Ugh. Ugh. Her pussy probably smells like moth. Doesn't matter. You see that photo, man? That photo was wild, bro. That, oh man, it was unfortunate. I I knew like eating out. It'd be like eating out the coat section at Goodwill. I'm into that. Right? That sounds fun and fine to me. Right? <laughs> but I like I like them older. Everyone knows this about me. All right, I'm. I kind of, I'm kind of going the opposite of what we were talking about earlier. Pussy's made of linoleum. Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> you ever slipped on linoleum? A little, a little, uh, what is it called? A little Murphy, Murphy's Law, or Mur- not Murphy's Law? What is it? Murphy's, I've slipped Murphy on oil. I, I didn't enjoy it. I fell down. <laughs> I don't ex- usually like falling down. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say though? Um, yeah, no, I think that like Sam Hyde did that. Uh, that like that hip-hop album or not like song did you see have you seen that we're talking about like no i i i hear bad things about him but it's always from people who's like media takes i think are a little dumb yeah no i agree so i i i i'm kind of on your side that i think sam hyde's kind of actually a comic i think we might have talked about this on the last episode i think sam hyde's actually like a comic genius i also think he's like some extremely fucking funny people I know, like two of the funniest people I know, I don't really get along with because they're kind of reactionary shitheads. Mm-hmm. But the way they came about, it wasn't through like some ideological reasoning, but more that they're kind of lazy and cranky. And I'm cranky as shit too. I'm extremely curmudgeonly. Mm-hmm. And as the tide of social progress uh, marches on and more and more changes pile up that you have to acclimate to it can be very stressful for a lot of people it's mm-hmm. one of the nice tricks about the the homie become next mexican now you know right for more details mm-hmm. trick is like <laughs> it, it takes a lot of issues of whiteness off of you it's like okay cool i'm mexican yeah. now yeah <laughs> i welcome blow it off my mind now i can focus on other things that i could maybe do something about yeah and the discourse bounces off of me mm-hmm like like the, the the r word racist you know it's like bullets to superman now mm-hmm. it's great yeah like, i can't be racist hombre. i'm mexican it's like but actually yeah. no you can't it's, it's it's complicated right it's we it's gra- not it's not i can't be racist because i'm mexican because you can yeah but it's more that you can be racist because you're mexican <laughs> it's the yeah it's the we the thing about being mexican in america is that Whites will grant you the title of racist, but they won't recognize your seat on the council of racism. Do you get what I'm yes, saying? Yes. So, right, so you're in a position where you have no power. You're in a purely ceremonial position, which is what I think, <laughs> which is like what I think really kind of gives that that opening door of like, no, you can be you can you can join the club. You're you're also Mexican. That's fine. Right. Like because it does it does give you that kind of power. But getting back, getting a, a, back to what I was talking about. Regard- we'll get there, we'll get there yeah. eventually. <laughs> Even the Italians got onto it. They had to wait a little yeah, while. They- they get, you get there eventually. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't I want to stay outside the club as, as I think I like the smoking section better than I like the inside of the club. The inside of the club's kind of drab. The food yeah. isn't very good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not. Yeah, it's not for me. I, I want to be outside the club with the cool kids. 
and smoking, you know, smoking in the back. That's what I really want. That's in fact, when I go to a bar, that's literally my favorite place in the bar is the smoking section, not the inside of the bar. Yeah. Everyone loves the inside of the bar. I don't fucking like the inside of the bar. I like standing outside in the front, you know, shooting the shit with the fucking locals. Like that's the real for me. That's the real shit. That's the shit it's I one like. One of the nice things about living in Montana is nobody really gives a shit if you have a drink outside. Yeah. So I yeah, when I go to bars, I actually usually usually spend most of my time just standing outside in the front. Yeah, that's the, and that's the I don't proper smoke way. Much anymore, but I'm vaping out there. That's, Even that's, though you can vape in most bars, I like vaping outdoors better. Sometimes it's, it's nicer. Yeah. It's, and you know what? It's a better vector to meet new people. Right, it like is. literally, it's that's why I fucking love it. I love it way more than I like sitting in a bar by myself, sitting like sitting at the bar. Even if I go with friends, like sitting together with my friends, it feels incredibly insular. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Whereas like sitting outside, out in the front, or in the you know what I mean, or like wherever the fucking smoking section is, and just fucking you know just smoking on a cigarette, you'll get approached. People ask you, can I get one? People. Well, yeah. you know, talk to you about fucking, can I get a light? And it's just, it's a great fucking conference. That's the it's way to It's one reason, you. like, I really would hate to see cigarettes disappear from society because they really are, like, one of the ultimate vectors for social inter- interactions. Even more, you know, go to the bar, meet people. No, go to the bar and smoke outside of the bar. That's how you meet actually pe- yeah, meet, meet people. Yeah, for real. So, unless you're people inside, you know, if you want to talk to someone at the bar some baddie or just someone you want to compliment their clothes most people i don't really have this problem i don't think you probably do either but most people gotta like work up their courage and try and like try and figure out how to pretend to be charming mm-hmm. but if you're outside just with the smokers everybody's communicating with each other because they might need something in that and they then when you bum a cigarette from somebody frequently you know, you're gonna stand there and smoke it and you're gonna feel receptive to the person who just did you a nice thing and you know you might not become friends but you have a little moment you have just have hundreds of little moments with people they don't have to all become your friends mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it's mm-hmm. just each one of them just like and then you they grow from you and you grow from them and that's that's how it works you temporary homies yeah no that's the beautiful fucking that's that's beautiful like that's the real shit i don't know i what I was trying to get at, though, is... I like, I like going to bars and waiting until they're closing and then hanging out with the people <laughs> who hang out in front smoking after they're closing. Because then you can sometimes get up into some, like, hey, let's go smoke meth in the alley kind of <laughs> let's adventures. Do, let's do space drugs. <laughs> I, I think uh, my... I guess, like, what I was getting at is that, like, this identity came from Sam Hyde, and I think it came as parody... But that's the thing about parody, right? Is that like parody starts out as it because ultimately what it was and what it is is like it's poking fun at the like I guess like the identity of like white boy SoundCloud rappers was what he his shit was, right? That's what Sam Hyde was making fun of. That like and essentially that's kind of like where the problematic aspect of of Sam Hyde's shit is is that like he sees that like whiteness is different and can't participate in these things right because it loses like it loses some kind of fucking sauce to it and that's essentially what like the real fucking parody is like look at you fucking dumbass white boys dressing and acting and talking and, and rapping like this this shit isn't your culture stay out of it right but like he's i don't know it's it's intention right i don't feel like the intention his intention is kind of like it's bad right but his execution was really well, and I think a lot of people like it. Despite everything, the song is unfortunately it's a hit, 
right? <laughs> like it's good. It's it's fucked up, but it's good. And I think that inspired a ton of like kids, like you know, not actual kids, but like just idiot, like children on the internet to see that, think I can do this, and like spin it off. And a lot of them did do and like still do. Like, uh, was that guy the Tom McDonald guy? You know what I'm talking about? You know who Tom McDonald? Oh is? God! Yeah, Ugh. that. Very much, very similar. This guy's not a SoundCloud rapper. The people who listen to Tom McDonald, he's a Facebook rapper. Yeah, he's, well, like, that's the thing about, like, he's, his identity came from the hyper attention grabbing nature of what SoundCloud rappers came from. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, SoundCloud rappers were designed in a lab to get as, to be as loud and to grab as much attention. I gotta say, Tom McDonald. Tom, I, I I disagree here. Tom McDonald, I think his lineage is not SoundCloud rappers. He come his lineage is something earlier than that. Back okay, I I've been I was listening to Alex Jones back when he was just on the internet in a shortwave. Mm-hmm. Before he went, he used to be more libertarian uh, and then oh, yeah, he turned like full I, right. I've I've followed him long enough. That I've sp- tracked the arc that he's gone through. There's kind of a I always try to figure out where the cutoff is. I know about where it is. Hmm. It's about 2000. It was when Obama was running. Mostly because, you know, he, Obama, Alex Jones had always been against every politician before that. Though I think he might have always been on the payroll or he started taking the checks. I don't know. But at some point, he, it got weird with Obama. And then it just like went downhill more and more. And, I'm surprised there's not more clips of him being overtly anti-Semitic, but I think that that was probably happened before he became quite so mainstream. Yeah. And that's a lot of shit to comb through, you know, three hours every day for like 20 years. Nobody's going to ever find that shit. No. But, um, fucking, what was I going on? Oh, yeah, Tommy, okay, on Alex Jones, like even back in like the Bush era, there were these like very political rappers and not like good ones or not like, you know, ones that, you know, who are like social issues guys, mm-hmm. not like Kendrick where, yo, that's part of a larger thing that he's talking about. I mean, guys who just like rapped about nine 11 being an inside yeah, job. A mortal, te- a mortal technique, dude. I listen to mortal technique. Yeah. I know, I know, There's, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. It's a, yeah. It's a, well, no, no, even more obscure than that mm-hmm. way. Like, like, you know, guys who are named like building, seven with a dollar <laughs> sign or some shit like that that rocks i, I get they're what, mu- musically they but also tommy dot also comes from the same kind of you can tell not just from the content but from the type of beats that they use which is a kind of almost like what if what if what i think i don't know any particular i've heard a lot of corn Mm-hmm. But I've never don't know the names of any of their songs, but I have a kind of idea of what their sound is in my head. Somebody, okay, somebody whose favorite band is Corn was making hip hop beats. Yeah, me, dude. <laughs> I was kidding. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Like, listen, it's a kind of guitar-y, rocky, I, kind of new metal kind of type beat thing. If you listen to his older stuff, yes, you are absolutely 100% correct in that assumption regarding him, right? And he's probably drawing inspiration from Sam. But no, no, no. I'd say he had a so re- I'd say surprised. I'd say he had a rebrand, right? And the, because he saw what the direction that the kids were going, and at the end of the day, the thing about like successful rappers, success in the rap game is interesting because it doesn't necessarily mean that your shit is good, right? It in fact your shit can be absolute fucking dog shit, 
right? And especially nowadays, more than anything, there's so much bad rap out there, and it's good. It's good that there's bad rap out there. I think it's a, it's fucking great because it really is showing like the versatility of the actual fucking like the art form that it is. But beyond that, I definitely think that success in the rap game is two things, and one of them is longevity, and the other one is relevance. It, if you don't have any fucking morals, relevance is easy to fucking maintain. You can always just release a really dumb, stupid, fucking shitty song and f- fall into a character type or an archetype or like a villainous like type and just keep playing that up and people will always give you a platform. And I think a lot of like Tom McDonald's especially, but I think a lot of other like white SoundCloud rappers that are falling into this like fucking republican trap essentially not republican is the wrong word but like just like this kind of alt right wing yeah right wing fucking just right wing they're not yeah. they're not the alt right anymore no yeah right yeah that's main fucking yeah. like old school yeah right, old school conservatives are the fucking minority dinosaurs now. yeah it's just yeah it's just right you're right it's just right wing shit but like going further into that right like the, the how they work and how they're like they're starting out is that they're receiving attention for saying while it's it's what i always keep bringing it back to right which is this fucking it's type of guy arms race that keeps happening on on like both on twitter and in real life where like one guy says it as a joke but then underneath him is 10 motherfuckers that believe the joke to be real and so they say it louder and then the next motherfucker sees them saying it loud and thinks those guys are idiots i can capitalize on that and then builds off that and says something stupider even louder and you know what i'm saying and the cycle continues and it becomes an arms race and i like look at like i was listening to like bobby crimo's rap and shit and a lot of it is him like doing the like filthy frank pink guy i'm sad emotional shit right like like but like tongue in cheek and then on the flip side of that it's it's also him like rapping like you need to wake up and blah 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 blah, and open up your eyes and it's like dude shut up like you're shut the fuck up man you know what i'm saying like the your problem is that you assumed like you i don't know really what it boils down to is that like it's not an it's not an identitarian thing it's not a white black anything into identity thing although that does have connotations but ultimately every teenager is cringe that's the reality that we live in i know this because i was a cringe ass teenager right and like if you're cringe and unhinged you become different and giving you know cringed unhinged kids access to guns is fucking just a complete lack of fucking oversight in america which is why we have to keep having fucking mass shootings and school shootings and shit like that because we just don't have any accountability in regards to like fucking you know being cringe that's really what it boils down to there's no there's no proper cringe outlet there's no way to not be cringe anymore does that make any sense yeah that makes sense i think but um <laughs> i feel like i have a so why, is, why is the deal with bobby crime anyways i i saw there was a shooting but I didn't really pay attention because I was away at Rocky Mountain next day too, awaiting the end of the world, which was supposed to happen on Tuesday. And Bob Dobbs lied again. Gotcha. And 
<laughs> so I could kind of just, you know, written off everybody. So if people die in a mass shooting, it's like, well, they're going to die tomorrow anyways. doesn't really matter, does it? What was that? So, and I already had that. So, you know, they were all, you know, coming out of it. You know, they were already right off. So I haven't bothered to learn that much. I see, like, his name's Bobby Crimo. He shot some people in, I think, Parkland. He was a schizo poster in a... SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, he, so he wasn't a schizo. Probably follows some of the same Facebook meme pages I do. He wasn't a fucking schizo poster. Like, I went through some of his posting history, and he was not He was a marketing poster, right? Like, he was he was pretending, right? He was pretending to be a schizo Well, that's most schizo posting is, is... Schizo posting is a genre, not a description. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate man because unfortunately yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> but it's because the original actual you know authentic schizo posting was so good that you know it's just it's just the treadmill man it's fine it's it's the machine it's it, it is amoral you just gotta keep running and find a better way to post a new way to post yeah they'll get to it eventually so i guarantee you get, you know, i like i don't hang up your posting hat i don't think the truth is ever going to come out like but ultimately like you know to give you the news to give you the facts uh, fucking on July 4th, uh, he killed, he was 21 years old. He shot seven people that had murdered them. I think he actually injured like 24 or something like that, like something beyond that. Uh, but he's held without bond right now. He's awaiting trial. They caught him. They didn't kill him. And if I can be honest with you, I think it was a publicity stunt, which is crazy, right? I don't think that like it was a publicity stunt. For well, it didn't work because I guess they took down a SoundCloud page. That's temporary, man. That just drives that just drives the next motherfuckers like because there was a definite scramble because I found all of his music. I posted it in that poster chat that we're in. I like so this is Bandcamp. <laughs> Bandcamp did this to destabilize SoundCloud so that people would go there. <laughs> no, 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 so no, no. Simple. You're reading too much into it. They do a but mass shooting. it builds it builds like this kind of mystique. You know what I'm saying? It's like. All right, here's a great example. Like, well, it's not a great example, but like, uh, XXX Tentacion, how his fucking shit really popped off, and how motherfuckers. He was a good, talented artist, but how I first heard of him was through fights, through fight videos on YouTube, right? There's tons of videos of him just beating the absolute fucking dog shit out of people at, at parties, just at parties popping off. He comes in there talking shit, takes his shirt off beats the shit out of somebody and then you're like damn who the fuck is this guy you see a couple videos of him beating doing the same thing and then people are like oh yeah he's a rapper and you're like what and you listen to his room and you're like oh my god this guy's good that's <laughs> do you know what i'm saying like that's how it happened that's how i experienced it for him and like he had this violent persona he had this persona of like he will fucking beat your ass at the drop of a dime and that shit that gave him a lot of mystique and then for me that gave him enough fucking cred for me to listen through his shit and become a fan do you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand how that that works. And I can guarantee you right now that definitely people are finding a shit, listening to it. And maybe a few fucking misguided idiots who don't understand what any fucking what what should sound good are definitely listening to a shit unironically. And they're looking for it so and they're searching for it. To be, he just wants to be the background music for the next iteration of what are now little dark age memes <laughs> yeah yeah yes Ugh. literally yeah well you know good luck to him i guess that's that's a pretty lame thing yeah no to kill him for that's what i'm saying man like the uh, it's as first what is it as, i'm willing to excuse some pretty big extremes for art I don't think artists should be held to the same standards, moral standards as regular people but i think that's kind of just it's lame cringe and excessive it's it's more cringe aside, just 
it's cringe, yeah. yeah it's, it's cringe excessive yeah especially if you're a mediocre talent like that i, mean, I would be interested to hear the stuff that you call like a he's parodying you know, sad rappers because he said he made more not, like like how much of that is his stuff like what percentage are like those types of songs uh, it's a pretty 50 50. So he like, yeah, I, I don't he made know. that not because he, he made that because he wanted to make sad music and the parody aspect would just be him, you know, finding a way to not be cringe while getting away with actually expressing how he probably felt that actually probably be more interesting than any of his like, yeah, no. So stuff that's just repeating shit you can read on Twitter from another, you, weirdo. you know, about like emo rap, right? Like you're aware of it, like of its Unfortunately, existence. Yes. Like, <laughs> okay. So. Very much in the style of emo rap, he has a song where he talks about like, uh, what is it that I, I remember the line essentially was like, I'm, f- it's it's why it's infected my vocabulary recently. But he said I'm fighting demons, and my demon's name is Percocet or some stupid something stupid like, fucking just completely dumb, bad. It's bad. It's bad writing, right? Like it's just not even fucking worth. But he was singing it. He was doing the like. The, and she said, don't let it go to your head. But like in a fucking over a trap beat. And it was terrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking terrible. And like then the the song like immediately after that is like a very much like a boom bap. And it's like, yo, 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 I'm bringing back real hip hop. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like that fucking <laughs> extremely violent move between those two things is very funny to me. Because it lets me know how fucking like disingenuous he was about his music. This was a, in my opinion, this was a very fucking cringe teenage kid that happened to be twenty one, despite the fact that he's fuck like, despite the fact that he's old enough to know better. This is a kid that just wanted attention. This is a motherfucker that was just seeking attention. This is an attention seeking ass motherfucker, and he got so sick and tired. He got so frustrated without of like you know not blowing up. Not fucking no one taking him seriously, not doing anything that he planned some some fucking stunt. Enough about you. <laughs> well, no, he just planned a stunt because you know what I would do? I would just fucking kill myself. I'm a fucking I'm a professional. All right. <laughs> like, I know I've had plenty of fucking attempts in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like when I get those feelings, when I start feeling like I I'm not blowing up, I'll never do blah, 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 blah. And I start getting that feeling. I'll literally just go stand in front of the train tracks and stare at the train. And see if I got the balls to do it. Do you know what I'm saying? And I never do, which is why I'm still here. And I like I could admit shit like that. This fucking kid, in fact, because I could admit shit like that, I can move on from it, and I can realize that it was cringe to feel that I was deserving of anything other than just what I got. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of fucking visibility is good, right? Like I think that the fact that this kid never had to like really sit or grapple with that shit is probably why he did this. Because at no point in time did he ever think. Did he ever turn any of that shit inward? You know what I'm saying? It was always external. It was always like, no one's paying attention to me. No one's doing this. And that shit's cringe, man. That shit is fucking whack and cringe. That's well, wasn't it like 20 or something? He's 21. Yeah, those, they, they, yeah that, that's that's a good age for that. I mean, it's not. You shouldn't kill people in mass shootings or in but fe- many other, but not always. But um, no, you know, that, that's, but most people like that are, it's, a, I mean, I, it's, that most people don't end up like that. But yeah, usually at 21, the majority of people just haven't had that knocked into their heads yet. Yeah, who's the guy, Elliot Rogers? I want, I'm looking up right now. Oh, the Supreme Gentleman, I wanna, Elliot Rogers. I want to see how old he was when he did his shit. He was 19 to 20, I think. Uh, 
between 19 and 23, I'd say. I don't know. Mumkey Jones's channel got taken down, so there's no way to find all the hot, good info on Elliot Rogers anymore. I think he's back with 20, a new account. He was, I don't think he's. He was 22. He was 22. Yeah. So yeah, that that you're right. Like it's an age where you should like wait, wait, wait two to three years. If you still feel like doing a mass shooting, then go ahead. But you'll probably this is a dangerous age for young people these days, especially now that they can't even buy cigarettes when they're 18. So this is the first time they're really an adult, treated like an adult. They're, you know, the the the. Uh, narcissism and grandiosity of a being a teenager. Mm-hmm. You just, it's just you. You want to? I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Hey, it's a weird age. It's got. It seems kind of rough right now. Even the what is it? Even the Plymouth shooting, uh, the one that happened in fucking the United Kingdom, uh, that was a twenty-two-year-old shooter as well. Like so, like yeah, it, it kind of started to make. There's a pattern emerging here, right? What we need to do is we need to ban. We, you're you just need to be locked up from twenty-one to twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you're out, then yeah, well, you know, you get, you have your gun again. See the Tallahassee shooting. That guy was 21, right? So like, yeah, the more you look into it, all these people are like 20, they're in, they're in that age, right? That, and you're right. Like there is a very, you know, man, the more I think about it, the nineties had this kind of. It was cool to be 21 in the nineties. You could yeah. have a great time. You didn't live with this, like constant crushing anxiety that everything seems to be falling apart yeah. there's no reason to even be 21 versus any other age anymore hardly and there's no like you know what maybe maybe the youths are upset cuz they don't really get to youth anymore yeah i like cuz i think what i'm i turned 21 in 2011 right wait did i i don't know yeah i think maybe yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I turned 21 in 2011, and, like, that was a few years after fucking the 2008 housing collapse, and I was, like, hyper aware that I was going to be poor for the rest of my fucking life, right? Every time I would go anywhere, they would just be like, hey, you know, you're never going to make it. You're never going to do anything. like." And, like, I grappled with those very similar feelings, but I think what I had saved me was that I was capable of getting coochie, which is probably fucking, honestly, saved my life. Also, bisexuality saved my life. The fact that I didn't care who was blowing me. Right? That's another reason that saved my life. Yeah, great fucking hack. But, uh, no, I think that, like, the more I think about fucking these, like, the the sheer state of where they were, like, where do these guys are, right, is, it's depressing, man. And there is no, like, in the 90s, there was this kind of, like, slacker freedom culture that is kind of gone now. Which, good. It's I'm glad it's fucking gone because that shit was annoying. But beyond that, like, there is no way to be a fucking loser in 2022. You know what I'm saying? There is no way to be, just like, there's no socially acceptable way to be a fucking lame in 2022. Well, you're also incredibly unlikely to be a winner either, so. Yeah, that, which there's is. nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. And you could, you could, like, look at some, I mean, what are you going to say to some, I don't know, some. So, you know, I don't want to say just mass shooter. Another, I hate to pick on you guys again. I know you get picked on enough, but some incel who's maybe looking down the barrel of a gun, just like ah, like why are you gonna say like nah, man, you got so much 
future ahead of you. It's like, what fucking future, man? Yeah. What What do you fucking even... What, 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 it does hit a point where it looks like... I could understand how increasingly people would just kind of be like, well, why the hell not? It's not like I'm going to get married and have a house and be able to continue upon my life, you know, even if I got laid, even if I was able to get over the, if they're able to get over the incel shit, you know, become maybe even, you know, just a big old ladies, man. There's, that's just one thing they've ticked off their list. And the world is not looking any better down the future. Anyways, the fucking, if people don't have anything to look forward to, they're not going to really be nearly as concerned about the consequences of what they do in the present. It's true. But I also, I don't know. I there's a bit of fuck. That doesn't lead most people to mass shooting. But no, you know, but there's a yeah. There's a there's shooting. a bit of fucking agency here where like, hey man, you gotta grow the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, they should. Yeah, you. Uh, that, that's weak shit. If you're you're a weak ass, if you fucking think that the universe not mattering and like you know society falling apart is is one is a either your fault or b you know gives you the fucking gives you the 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 permission to fucking break your life apart. You know what I'm saying? Cause it doesn't, there are plenty of motherfuckers that have much less and are doing much more with less and living full, fulfilling lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Real strength is knowing that you could do a mass shooting and not. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the FBI to cut a check. The moment that I can... <laughs> That's just me. You know, I'm a professional. If I'm going to do something like that, the FBI has got to cut me something. You know, I got a little, I can get some points off the back end. I got a sick mom to take care of you. <laughs> See, that's oh why God. they like to just find the random Discord people. They don't have to pay them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, I'm too expensive. They know that one, I'd be effective and two, I'm too expensive. Right. <laughs> and then if the cops do take you in a life, then they got to do all the whole Epstein thing to get rid of you. So you can talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. And I'm going to talk. I'm a podcaster. I'm definitely going to podcast from prison. I'm letting everybody know what went down. <laughs> you're just more trouble than you're worth. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, I never thought of it like that, but yeah, I guess you're right. They probably listened to it at FBI headquarters and they're like, lay off. Stop simping. <laughs> dude, come on. Yeah, dude, come on, man. We already dude, said dude. no. <laughs> Look, Hope she hears this, dude. Yeah, <laughs> look, like we understand, but we're not looking for anyone to blow up a boot barn right now, right? <laughs> we're just not interested. Yeah, we get Please it. Yeah, calling. Stop the. There, there's no need for a mass attack on the Facebook campus headquarters right now. It's fine. <laughs> look, I'm. I already have a mass shooter. Yeah, in we, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know like who your mayor is or why he deserves the death penalty, but. You know, sort your own shit out, man. <laughs> the mayor, oh. if they had any any honor, they would sentence themselves to death <laughs> Listen. Legal sepulchre. Someone has literally, like, randomly on Twitter, someone, like, some brando person, is like, hey, I've been looking through your post. You're very funny. Uh, I don't understand, like, what is the mayor meme? And then I, like, just am like, I'm, I am actively like fighting a war against the mayor like i am like this is like we're fighting an asymmetrical warfare where i'm sending memes and bad vibes to him on the daily 
when I go for my jogs at night, I make sure to jog by his house and just send as much evil fucking vibes as possible. <laughs> when I go, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm active. I'm working on this shit. Like I I I write up. I wouldn't do that one because his <laughs> house in San Francisco was probably like put under a lot of protection by a bunch of hippies like back in the sixties. Yeah, it's probably still in effect. Yeah, no, this is this. Well, I'm not. Yes, they'll, they'll bounce off you back there. You got to get him to other places. <laughs> You know, I, you know, you're, you're probably right. But yeah, I've like, you know, like sending like just blank. My favorite meme to do is to send like, I'll send like to the mayor. I'll write to the mayor on a sheet, like a, like a stack of paper and it just be empty and <laughs> leave it on the, on the steps. Cause we don't have a really big city hall. It's kind of small, right? Like there's not like fucking step. There's four steps from the pavement to the actual like city hall to the, you know what I'm saying? So like leaving for the mayor, it's funny because like that means no, there's nothing in there. There's just a blank pieces of paper, or just sending them blank emails from like throwaway email. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm really fucking committed to like beefing with my mayor, and like I was trying to explain. This guy was like, you know, like what what is the meme? Like what is the joke? And I was like, there's no joke. I'm in an asymmetrical, you know, unconventional war with my mayor. There's no joke, right? Like <laughs> there's no bit here. This is real. This. <laughs> And then he's like, well, well, like, what's, you know, what's, what did the mayor do to you? And I was like, nothing. Not, the mayor is an innocent man. He's a, probably a good person. <laughs> but he's the mayor. And then <laughs> you, needed an, you needed an enemy. Yeah. He was there. Yeah, that's <laughs> he was just in the wrong place at the right? wrong time. Yeah. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure him and his children are fine. They're fine people. Him and his wife, his children, I'm sure they're great. Fine. But now they're my enemies. And it's, I, there's no reason why. <laughs> There's no real fucking rhyme or reason to the things that I do. I just be doing them. You're just like a weird bird that like swoops down and attacks a particular person every time they come out of the building. Yeah, I have no there's rhyme. No, there's or no reason. rhyme or reason to it. It's just nature. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ. Anyways, people have told me to stop to chill with the mayor posting, and they're probably right. They're probably, which is, I think is just funny because I think having like an arbitrary beef against just like some form of government is, is like, it's constructive. It makes me feel good now. Like, you know what? Honestly, something that helps me out about like this meme, the other day I was having a fucking bad day at work and shit was just pissing me the fuck off and I was just having, you know, just not doing well. And I go outside, I go for a walk and my girlfriend asked me, she's like, hey, you know, like, you okay? Like, you seem kind of stressed out. And I was like, the fucking mayor's at it again. The fucking, right? <laughs> and being able to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to project it on one guy, it feels good. It feels right. I, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't, if you're not mayor pilled yet, if you're not out there fucking beefing, actively beefing with the mayor and blaming him for or her for all your problems, then you're you're not living. You're really not living. You're not you're not I'm, doing it right. I'm kind of on that kick, but with Brandon, and I don't just mean President Brandon. I'm really one thing that's frustrating about the right. And I'm not a leftist or right winger. I'm I am some third thing that is probably worse but unnameable. Are you up wing? Almost. <laughs> I am upwing. I'm also yeah. a patriotic anarcho-materialist, which is my primary political affiliation. But um, the left and the liberals, they spent four years racking their brains to come up with some kind of clever nickname for Trump that would stick, you know, Cheeto Benito 
orange Hitler, orange Putin, orange this, orange that, Cheeto man, you know? Mm-hmm. They really didn't come up with many good ones, honestly. But none of them are very clever. No, my but, I think um, my favorite was Donald Shit. And I don't know who said that, but it's very funny to me. That was a good one. I'll give him that one. Joe Biden gets in there. Brandon. <laughs> Instantly. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I hated, from the beginning, I hated seeing my leftists and liberals just be like, oh, yeah, you the conservatives are too... Because, you know, it came from that. Yeah, you know, fuck Joe. People were screaming, fuck Joe Biden, and the and people like, they're sound, chanting, Let, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. And that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't get why people are like, they're afraid to say fuck Joe Biden. It's like, no, they're not. They're doing a funny joke. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about it, Brandon is like, just like, I think it's an archetypal name for the, the white demon <laughs> that like turns your, your gold to hay mm-hmm. and impregnates all your teenagers, but then takes, makes the abortion doctor vanish. Mm-hmm. The guy who fucking, he, he took all of the, he takes all the tobacco out of your peace pipes. He's, mm-hmm. he's just some, <laughs> vil, he's some like thing that must Vill- be guarded he's, yeah, against. He's a villain. Uh, it's. He's and also X Day. We spent a lot of time like just blaming everything on Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brandon and Karen really are fucking great names. Like as avatars for those two types of like you know the white demon. Yeah. Well, like you know, I think when when Yakub in his in, in his like you know infinitesimal evil uh, designed white uh, people in a lab, he definitely would have named you know the male Brandon and the female. Uh, Karen, you know that that just that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Things that just work. And I was, I was, as Reverend Ramulak said, all presidents are Brandon, and they all need to go. <laughs> oh my God! Oh Jesus Christ! I think that's. I think we're at time. Uh, I don't want to have it too long over. Um, I don't know what the ah. this podcast was was initially supposed to be about fucking Bobby Crime and now it's I don't know what it's about but it's good. I don't know what to say about Bobby Crimo. I mean everybody else is probably talking about him so it's probably more interesting to talk about something else for the most part. It's true, but I also I think that me and you are better at talking about things that are deeper. <laughs> so, well, let's talk let's talk about Bobby Crimo then before we get No, cuz we we did. We covered it. Well, I was trying to explain that he's like a sound color rapper and that it's all a publicity stunt and that being 21 is cringe. And like we got we got I feel like we have takes that only real schizos would get. And I'm I'm proud of that. You know what I'm saying? I stand by my takes. One I, thing I think that is interesting is that this is a character that is not as easily classifiable in the milieu of uh, you know mass shooting shooters the cast of characters that we've come to know and love over the years mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see the way that different people try to describe him oh it pretty much always the opposition nobody's i've only seen the actual like quote-unquote schizo posters type even willing to kind of like hey mm-hmm. that's one of ours while both other sides scramble to, it's not ours, it's them's. And I, I always mm-hmm. just think that's an interesting social dynamic that happens when anything bad happens. Not that one side or the other isn't to blame, but whoever's to blame, you know, everybody gets to yell about the other guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, it's very weird. I stuff. thought it was, um, I thought it was interesting, like, to, before we, we close it off, I definitely do think it's interesting that in real time, the right is kind of getting wise about like media matters, but I also think that they're going to do the same thing that liberals did, which is like thinking that like media is all that matters and that actions aren't going to 
do anything to, which is going to like, we're in this constant, like it's the Sam sorrow of fucking, you know, like fucking Republic, like just political systems. We're constantly stuck fucking being, you know what I'm saying? Like we're going to violently vector between the, these two opposing cultural zeitgeist that can't be fucking squared and it's going to be like this forever and the only way to get out of it is to do what i told you to do like with your homies just get your homies together fucking f- figure out a way to fucking get the bag and just live monastically live outside of it you know what i'm saying carve your niche in the fucking rotting carcass of what's left of america just do that it's better to present an alternative than an opposition yeah yeah, I I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight America. I'd rather fucking, you know, live in the fucking boonies with the homies. That's legitimately what I'd prefer to do. Both sides hate each other, and they hate hate each other, and they don't like the other people on their side either. Yeah. Yeah, most people don't. Most people don't have homies within their party, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Which is crazy to me. They just I. That seems like a bad setup. Not a good. Not a not a strategy to success for me. That seems like a loser script. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, I think that's it. I feel I feel I feel like we did we did some work. We put in some work today. Shogs, thank you for coming on. You're always oh no problem. You're Follow the best. me at terminal underscore ligma on twitter dot com. I'm also once again operating the official churches of subgenius Twitter account at subgenius d o t c o m. Hell yeah. Subgenius.com, but you spell it out. Nice, that rocks. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ainter Show. Um, I'm on Twitter all the time. Talk to me. If you want to be on this podcast, fucking hit me up. Uh, we're hoping to get back into the score things. I know, uh, Ivy's trying to figure out her schedule. Uh, Ruben recently moved. So it's kind of all been up in the air. I've, I've recently fucking had a psychotic break, you know, regular normal stuff. So, um, anyways, if you like this podcast, give us a listen, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Follow him on Grinder.